you know, I'm, I'm just going to to dive right into the, you know, the recording that I'm going to send to everyone here. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. But, uh, you know, I think many people know you as an artist and a singer and guitarist and all sorts of other awesome things. And um, what I'd really love is to hear a little bit about your health journey and what led you to symmetry work that you're doing now. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, and then dive into the actual symmetry workshop and what that looks like. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, music, as you know, has been a big part of my life and my, um, to be honest, it's been just the way that I can express my <laughs> feelings and emotions, as most artists would probably tell you. So, right. uh, that's not a surprise there, but that started fairly young uh, in high school when I really had a lot of health issues. So um, I had... So I've been lactose intolerant most of my life until I found raw milk and all this other stuff. But, um, right. It basically, yeah, seriously, I guess like I, I, I turn like 24 and I find I can drink raw milk and I'm like, oh my gosh. So, you know, Ben and I would drive out to, to Hutch to buy eight gallons of raw milk and I'd be drinking probably three gallons a week myself. So <laughs> it was, it was quite a wonderful time. But, uh, with that to say, it was, um, a pretty rough time in high school. Just, um, I, I ended up long story short, finding out that I had got a parasite somewhere. So it, it left me at home in bed quite often, uh, throughout high, maybe it was my junior year. So, um, that was a time that music really became, uh, very personal for me in a way to connect to myself. And um, that started that part of it, speaking of music and health. Um, after college, um, music had continued. Um, Health-wise, my wife and I, Leslie, um, really started diving into food, right? It kind of was a hot a hot topic there when I think probably Food Inc. was the documentary that came out. Thank you, Netflix, for right? uh, <laughs> introducing us to all this stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so I think once that hit, you know, we knew, we knew we needed to make a change. We just didn't know what that looked like. So the, the dive into the health arena for, you know, as most people, started with a physical uh, issue that then led to asking more questions. And so we got into the food stuff, which then led to... Uh, muscle testing or applied kinesiology, which then led to emotional work, whether it's EFT or emotion code or the many other ways using muscle testing for emotional uh, trauma or uh, healing in that arena. So, um, yeah, it's been a lovely time. And it's just I, I think personally, it's been the deepening of um, who I am and what I am and uh, trying to understand my, as you understand, the programming that I've been been given and accepted, and all these different things. So, um, with that being all said, <laughs> leading to symmetry, um, symmetry was we actually read a few books. Oh, this was maybe six or seven years ago. Uh, some books came across our radar screen, which they were called "Awaken to the Healer Within," and so you know, a lot of the the work that we'd been doing, we were just kind of connecting a lot of dots, like. Oh, maybe I maybe I do contain what I've been looking for. That's what I've been feeling, but I just didn't have words for it or this felt sense of um, uh, of I, I'll use the word trauma right now because I think it's a hot 
button topic or word to use, but uh, I like to use an impactful event, right? Because it can be positive or negative. Mm, so yeah, uh, an impactful event that has left a, a place for me to go back and, and, and look at uh, specifically. So um, just, just questioning more and more, uh, these books present themselves. And so uh, on a tour, we were touring to Florida and we reached out to the author, uh, her name is Anne Marie, and her husband. Uh, he is he is uh, passed on at this point. But um, "Awaken to the Healer Within" were the books, and there was a lot of wonderful things in there that resonated with us very strongly. And so Leslie reached out to her, and we ended up meeting her on this tour. And so uh, she said that she'd had this this teaching that she's had for the last. Well, she's been doing it her whole life, but it's been put together for about fifteen years. Uh, and she's ready to start um, teaching it, right, or being a mentor to those who want to learn how to do it. So um, we were the first ones that kind of uh, showed up at her house, which she hadn't had anyone in in the last 15 years uh, yeah. <laughs> since, since her husband had passed. So she's been in quite a journey herself, but um, she welcomed us in, and we had a wonderful time, and just she just got to lay this whole beautiful framework out um as a way to um go into oneself and start uncovering a lot of these these jewels that we have that we don't realize that we have so i think that answered your question yeah that's that's (laughs) awesome so with that book what were some of the main concepts that drew you in enough to reach out to her and to you know take this course right so the book itself um was dealt with a lot of uh, what they call proclamations. So, and we get to this within the workshops deeper, but um, those were the things that stuck out to us just as, you know, they would be a proclamation um, from the divine love that flows within. It is my intent to be whole in mind, body, and soul. So be it. So it's just these simple Hmm sayings right which kind of sound like an affirmation so we talk about proclamations and versus affirmations and the difference so Mm. um, i guess i should jump in a little bit more and say you know symmetry itself um feels different to everyone who starts doing it so everyone would have a different way of describing it so but for me it's just been a way of um uh you know getting into the practice it's essentially bringing balance uh, to your mind body and soul um through the opening of the heart uh, or living with an open heart, so uh, gaining more awareness. Uh, if it needs, if if living with an open heart is ideal or feels good, which everyone knows what this feels like, and we can talk more about that. But um, you know, gaining awareness of, of what closes the heart and then what expands the heart. So, um, with that being said, the proclamations, um, which now is as I put this together, this was not while we were reading the book specifically, but the proclamation is when you state something from the spirit, okay, from the heart. And so as we look into, you know, research and all these things, we're noticing that the nervous system from the heart to the body is much bigger than the brain to the heart. Does that make sense? So um, the the heart's ability to influence uh, us as a a spirit, uh, mind, body, and soul, right, an integrated whole, um, saying these proclamations with an open heart has a vastly different effect on what you feel and how it how it uh, integrates into you right uh, instead of an affirmation which comes from the brain down right you're just like i'm happy i'm happy i'm why isn't this working i'm happy I'm, right, right. So, right. Uh, anyways that, that was probably the biggest thing that stuck out from that first book 
and just stating the magnificence of who you are and, and um, that you do have what you need and you've been given these, this body that has equipment to be used. Um, but a lot of us have, have uh, I think, shut it down to keep ourselves safe. So, yeah. Uh, mm. yeah. So good. <laughs> so. so good. So um, how would you compare some of this kind of work uh, to mm-hmm. like Dr. Joe Dispenza, you know, I'm, I'm, uh-huh. you're, you're familiar with him, correct? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So he talks a lot about, you know, heart coherence and uh-huh. the way that the, that energy that is in the heart, how it has that wave like coherent, you know, um, uh-huh. wave like signal that's sent to the brain that turns into a neurochemical, you know, in short, that, that moves uh-huh. into the body that informs the, the cells, the tissues and organs, you know, even the gene expression right. and all of those things. Right. Is it based on some of those scientific concepts to some degree? Uh, similarly. So we can take a lot of that work that's, that's being done in that field. Um, and Joe does a wonderful job of explaining all of that. Um, from a brain mind um, vantage point, if that makes sense. So yes. Yes. yes, heart brain coherence, right? So we're talking about the heart to then gain access to the brain, right? We didn't right. go to the brain to gain access to the heart. So mm. same, same sort of stuff. It's just, this takes the heart part of it and stays with the heart part of it. Okay. Right. So right. we're seeing the result of what we're doing in the heart, in the brain, right? So there's like the direct reflection of what we're working on in the heart, (laughs) right? We can see the chemical reactions from the response we have in the heart. Uh, And then, so basically the heart, um, I guess this is my understanding, but from the heart center, you then gain access to the cosmic mind, not the brain, the cosmic mind, right? This is the spirit as it enters into the mind, right? So gaining understanding, gaining insights. We talk about all these people that have discovered all of these things. Well, where are they getting these things from, right? It's like this Mm. infinite intelligence that just exists everywhere and we can have all these crazy, funky, woohoo words to use, right? (laughs) But there's a process that's happening. And so we can call it flow. We can call it life force energy. We can call it all of these different things that all of these different religions, belief systems use, right? Because it's all, we're talking about the same thing in essence, but um we're so quick to move to the brain because we all like to think a lot, (laughs) right? Which sparks the nervous system, which keeps us in fight or flight. And we're just constantly in that state. So, um, I don't know. I think it's, uh, there's a lot of correlation, but there's a lot of, basically it starts with heart and brain coherence. I would say heart and body and soul coherence, right? It's an entire coherence of your whole being. Uh, and then from that point, you start to become the investigator or the active observer of what's been happening and what you would like to happen, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So. Okay, well, I have so many questions. I'm just brimming with them. I'm holding back, and I'm going <laughs> to ask you one simple question. One simple question here, I know it may not be simple because this is what the workshop is about, but can you give us an right. idea of the way that you would lead your group in accessing the heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is kind of the secret sauce of the whole thing. So uh, Anne-Marie explains this. Uh, The wordage that she uses is uh, the breath of life. So some of us might have heard this before. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been around. It's been used before. Um, And so 
the breath of life essentially is the movement of life force energy within you. So that's what I was referencing to chi, prana, Holy Spirit. You know, it doesn't matter from what belief system you come from. It's like, where do you feel? Like if I were to ask Anna, Anna, do you feel your soul in your brain or in your heart or in your toe? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what would someone respond with, right? It's like, oh, I feel it in my left knee. You know, so it's like heart's been used uh, for a long time as just a very sentimental, you know, they're speaking from the heart, right? Well, we could probably synonymously use that with spirit, right? Or your soul. I, I feel this person so deeply that um, they're speaking from the, the, the soul or the heart. So essentially that's where we start. So we start with uh, regaining access back to the part of you that you've always been that we've just forgot. So the, 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 the best example probably is, you know, Anna showed up on this planet as a baby, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? You're right. You threw up as this pure, just, you still are pure Anna, you know that, but uh, <laughs> right. The baby shows up free of judgment, conflict, and fear. Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't have any of that yet. They are just melting, right? So when you hold the baby, that baby is essentially bringing you in back into the breath of life, okay? Or spirit of life, because it's just, I mean, it just is what it is, right? You just melt holding this baby. Everyone knows what those feelings feel like. If they don't have those feelings, right, what are they resisting? Okay, so mm-hmm. what have they blocked off because they might not want to remember that part of themselves because it's painful, right? It's like, I haven't been able to express that part since birth. I, I'm always shut down. I'm always, you know, basically brought back with judgments, fear, and conflicts as I'm trying to express my unconditional love, right? I call it divine love. So when I say divine love, I'm speaking of the unconditional chi, prana, life force energy when I say unconditional love or core energy, whatever people want to use. So essentially we go back to doing the breath of life. We enter into the heart space. We reawaken that. A lot of it is the re-identification process. We've just told ourselves we're this, this, and this. Uh, (laughs) And one feeling what that does to them, you start to understand the feelings, right? Because this is feelings are vastly important in all of this, but a lot of us don't want to feel anymore because we might not feel good. So we just don't feel at mm-hmm. all. So um, without getting too much into it, the workshop starts with getting people back into their heart through the breath of life. Um, we do basically meditative attunements um, that I walk people through and, uh, I ask people to be very aware of what they're feeling and seeing and hearing. And um, we get into crystal centers and a lot of other things um, that we'll go into in the workshop. But um, essentially that's, that's what it is. Just reconnecting with the breath of life or spirit of life. So, Mm, yeah. Okay. So what I hear you saying, just to kind of sum up if, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, but what, what the, the goal is, is to be more experientially connected to, uh, your true self and your connection to God, both of those being, you know, synonymous and, you know, in my opinion, um, uh, and um, the uh, the way to that being in this workshop, the breath work, right. the connection to the heart through you right. know, meditation, through kind of um, observation, self-inquiry. Is that right. am I capturing Absolutely. Basic essence. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. And it's, I think the big thing that people <laughs> that I'm discovering and Anne Marie did too, you know, she taught this for years and no one was really getting it, which was interesting when she told us that I'm like, hmm. really? And she thinks it's, you know, well, in her words, it's that was old cycle. Like people were not willing to go there 
people weren't ready to go there. Yeah. And now, as as, as I've have felt, and I know you feel this too, people are ready. You know, it's like mm. there is an awakening to um, wanting to be aware of who we are, what I am, mm. uh, and how do I affect the world around me. So, the breath of life is not breathing through the lungs mm. or breath work, even. So it is basically expanding the heart to start breathing through the heart, the heart as a sense organ in itself that, you know, if you knew that you had like a notification on your phone that would go off every time uh, something you need to pay attention to happens, right? Right. (laughs) We, We can associate that to the heart, okay? Because the heart is going to either open when we fall in love or close when this person starts to judge fear and cause Mm. conflict in our life. Okay. Mm. So that's, that's really a simple way of looking at it is that when we fall in love with somebody, man, the world is wide open. Everything is good. All is well. You know, it's like, it's like you are in the breath of life, right? You are like, uh, life is wonderful. I can't believe I haven't had this my whole life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So when that starts to shut down, right, we can talk about in other work, heart walls or why that would happen. Right. Why are we are blocking our, um, our divine, our truest self, our highest self from expressing itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that shuts down, there's something there that we need to pay attention to. So uh, essentially, it's anything that brings you in and out of the breath of life is something you need to pay attention to. And there's something there for your spirit to understand. Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. Um, okay. I, I really am holding back because I have like so many questions, but, um, just so that I keep this, you know, fairly, fairly brief here. Um, yes, we can talk a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what would you say for yourself personally? What observed mm-hmm. benefits, um, just on whatever level, you know, emotionally, physically, yep. mentally, give me some sense of mm-hmm. that. Yes. Um, so, the initial, you know, as I went into the breath with Anne Marie, it's like, wow. You know, for me, it's, it's, I felt this before. I know what this feels like. And so once in that state, I truly do, I, I truly can love people unconditionally. So what has it done for me? Uh, it basically has allowed me to be aware of my judgments and what I'm judging. Uh, whether that's what food I eat or the person I'm with or my mother-in-law or my, <laughs> mm. you know, all the things that are doing that, um, not only that, but then we step into fear. So all the things that I'm fearing, all the things that are causing conflict or disharmonic energy. So it's just broadening my awareness to start bringing me insights for my own spirit. Um, honestly, uh, Anna is that she gave me the tools and this whole workshop has been a lot of the insights that I've been being given, but that's not what I'm here to share with the workshop necessarily. It's once people get into this space, they begin to have their own process, their own insights and their own inspiration. And so I think just me feeling that um, the fact that I'm going from being a musician to sharing this information, I think (laughs) has been a huge change in my own self uh, Mm. to know that this is important enough that I need to start sharing this. Uh, It's very new, but I think as people begin to practice that they will have their own insights and inspiration. But for me, it's been basically laying down those things that are not causing me to live uh, mm. from a place of unconditional love, the, the place that I would like to live from, right? Because yeah. we're all, yeah. we all have a different place that we'd like to live from. So I'm not saying everyone needs to live from unconditional love. That's not what I'm saying, but that's what I want to do. So mm. Um, mm. it's just, if I can get closer and closer to that, which I'm, 
this process basically symmetry has has given me clarity uh, around what's stopping me from doing that and not only that but then accessing unconditional love when i need it so it is the balance of both awareness of what's preventing me and then also like i said before the expansion of the heart and what what fills my cup i guess would be a wonderful way of saying it so Mm. um and a lot of times it's just sitting down and being honest with myself and um you know taking a peek back you know why don't i feel joy i was never able to express joy as a child for all of these different reasons or you know it's like it it becomes a, a relationship with yourself or what do I do with this ego thing? I don't really know what to do with this ego. Some people are telling me that it's completely horrible and hatred and I need to like get rid of it. You know, Mm. some people are saying, you know, that it's there for reasons. So it's just like people coming to an understanding about all these things that people are discussing outside of us, right? We're always looking for the outside information to make us whole. That's not going to do it. We're going to continually keep looking for belief systems to keep reinforcing what we already believe instead of saying, maybe if I just take a second, get into the breath and see what presents itself. I will stop looking for someone else's perspective on me. Does that make sense? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So good. So good. So um, if, if someone takes the workshop, uh, are they, you post workshop, are there, um, is this a tool that they just are being given to, you know, utilize in their daily life? Is there a meditation or something that, um, that, they get in order to walk them through the process how does how does it work as far as for post-workshop absolutely uh so in the workshop we dive into the breath of life i'm basically walking people through it so um and to experience it one shouldn't be like taking notes on how to get into it necessarily so i'm asking image imagery stuff what do you what do you see smell taste you know all of these different things so um afterwards people start to gain the key to entering into the breath of life in their own way. So after the workshop, um, I have music that I put together for each uh, rhythm of life. There's 12. We're going to dive into the first rhythm, which is peace, um, divine peace. And so there's there's um, information to go along with that. Um, it, and again, it's... <laughs> It can take time to to be to develop that relationship with the heart, and so um, in the workshop we write down things of what images do I feel, what do I see, so those sorts of things. So afterwards, it takes practice uh, to, to for a bit, as anything does, uh, but as one basically builds from the heart, which then builds into the mind or brain and, and starts laying down those patterns. One can then drop in a lot easier. Um, and once, like, I, like again, it's once you can feel it in the heart, it's easy when it comes and goes. So um, mm. post-workshop, I also do, um, if, if people pay the full entry fee for the workshop, uh, I do follow-up sessions. I do spiritual direction as well with folks if they're really wanting to dive in deeper with some very uh, individual um, focus. If people have questions, which everyone does, so that's that's always <laughs> beneficial for me and them. I feel like I think it's, it's, it's deepening me and everyone around mm-hmm. uh, uh, me and then being able for them to ask specific questions about, well, this came up with my, you know, whoever it might be, my mom or I felt this or is this normal or <laughs> yeah. uh, that sort of stuff that people yeah. have someone to talk to. And this is also in the works is just developing a community around folks that, that are familiar with the work what is happening, how people can basically uh, be an active listener, right? And then um, 
just give observations, not 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 judgments, no fear of conflict. It's just being a reflection of one uh, someone else to allow them to deepen the relationship with themselves. So mm-hmm. I think that answered it. It's direct direct uh, interaction with 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 me is available, and then also um, as we're going through the workshop. Um, people are taking uh, active notes and then <laughs> experimenting afterwards of how to get into their heart space even better. So yeah, awesome, awesome, perfect. So oh, a question that did come up is: Is this workshop something that someone needs to be at a particular level, for lack of a better word? Um, right. Would would it be something that someone who's already been on the health journey for a while or? Really, is it something that anyone can do, even if they're totally new to, um, you know, some of these concepts or new to meditation, new to self-inquiry? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, I I feel that in my last workshop, we had someone who was 20 years old who, (laughs) you know, that that, uh, had never been in a room with more than... Well, had done anything like this. <laughs> yeah, not on the radar at all, right? But it's it's fun as we, you know, as one becomes in touch with the deepest parts of themselves. There's a resonance. There's a vibration that is happening. There's a there's a connection that's happening. And you know, this person left feeling they've never felt stuff like this before. They've never felt connected to people like this before. Um, and so I can say that, that at least this, you know, we've only had a couple workshops so far, but the people who that, you know, could give a crap about trying to deepen their relationship or their spiritual selves or all this yada yada. Right. It's like it's like I'm just trying to feel better or feel something. It absolutely does that. If one, it can show up open and uh, willing to um get into some things that, that they probably haven't mm. done before. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if one shows up with an open mind and heart, then I can, it, it, it hopefully will be beneficial to them. So. Yes. Yeah. I like to say the number one nutrient needed for health is openness and yeah. uh, health on all <laughs> levels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So on a practical level, just for those listening who are interested in diving in, um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, August 1st here in Lubbock, my house nine to four, and we will be, do, we'll be do, making uh, green juices for the morning time. We'll have some raw, healthy, you know, organic snacks. And then we're going to have a lunch, um, kind of right in the middle. And, um, so what other things would, would someone need to know as far as what to bring, what to wear, anything else? Absolutely. Uh, just bring yourselves in a, in a notebook and um, your singing voice. So we're going to be doing some singing. Not to you don't have to sing, but music will be happening. Awesome. <laughs> so that's that's a that's a fun part of it um, as we dive into uh, the concept of you as a divine instrument. So what that looks like, feels like, sounds like. Uh, what that even means. <laughs> so, yeah. So someone uh, is not like a, a, they're intimidated of singing or intimidated of hearing their own voice or they're like, man, I'm not a oh, singer. Yeah, yeah. What would you say to someone like that? No, do not fear. <laughs> you do not have to sing. So okay. uh, no singing <laughs> is required. Sing. <laughs> Absolutely not. I've taught voice lessons for 15, well, not that long, 10 years. And so it's, uh, 
you know, you're more than welcome to sing. This would be the perfect place to start singing because, trust me, there is no judgment, uh, at least on my end. And, and, and that is hopefully accepted throughout the group. So it's just like this is a safe place, right? This is a safe place to be yourself, to throw things out there that you probably otherwise wouldn't throw out there because um, when there's no judgment or fear of conflict, <laughs> it just go, it flies out and, and that's really scary for a lot of folks but in the singing department one does not have to sing it is a great way to start to do that <laughs> yeah um, because uh, well there's lots of reasons there and I won't get into that we'll be on talking forever but um, no one does not have to sing um, just show up and, and be open for sure great Great. Anything particular they need to be able to need to wear? I mean, I'm assuming just comfortable clothing. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Okay. Comfortable clothes. Uh, we will be we'll be up and down, but it won't be anything strenuous by okay. any by any stretch of the means. So. Okay. Um, anything else you want to add to the conversation? Any other thoughts or? Uh, uh, you know, I think it's just whoever this resonates with, um, you know, let it sit for a while and, um, don't think about it too much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, let it, let it, let it it maybe hit a place that's deeper and just see what it feels like. So that, that's what I, um, just ask. And, and if this doesn't feel like this is for you, do not try to convince yourself that it is. (laughs) So it's, it's try to, feel what you're feeling you know if if uh if there's things that i'm talking about that seem intimidating or you don't know what to do with or any of that sort of stuff i i always say for myself that i just i just need to set it on a shelf until i can kind of come back to it later or um if my heart is telling me i need to be here with these people um that that's that that's enough so i guess to add anything that's probably what it is so that is perfect well paul you are awesome we can't wait you should see the smile on my face i don't know if you can hear it or not but i can't wait it's gonna be a blast (laughs) it's it's awesome thanks so much for taking the time um to just share more and uh, we'll see you in august cool sounds great thank you